one, Malcolm, thank you for being here. Thank you to the listeners for tuning into the Nick and Mal Show. Let's go. Boom, guys, thank you for tuning into the Nick and Mal Show. We have another great interview for you guys. We are joined by one of the hottest, most talented up-and-coming rappers from Brooklyn, New York, who also happens to be a DJ. DJ Nick is in the building. Yes, sir. Already know the vibes. DJ Nick. DJ Nick sounds on Facebook. The real DJ Nick underscore on Instagram. Add me. Facts. And he Trinidadian too, so. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. We already feeling the vibes already. Uh-huh. You got the Trinidadian nightmare here with the, you know what I <laughs> yeah. mean? DJ Nick in the building. The accent about to come out of Nick. Nah, but Nick don't got an accent though. You actually lived in Trinidad for a little bit, right? Not live, but like, I, I'll go there frequently, like, like when I was young. Like, I don't. Probably like every like like all the time. Basically, I could say I lived there. Like I could say I lived there. Mm. Like, I could really say I lived there. How you feel when you're in Trinidad? Personally, me, right? I was born and raised in Trinidad, and I came over here when I was 13. And his pops is in the building too. I don't know if you feel like this, but when I go home, I don't like being there for too long. Yeah, and I be feeling like I'm fake. Like, damn, it's like I don't mess with my people, but I'm happy to see y'all. Yeah. But if y'all was to come to New York, I'd be with y'all for forever. Yeah. But in Trinidad, I can't stay for too long. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Yeah, because the lifestyle is so different. You become Americanized. Yeah. Do you feel like that when you go to Trinidad? Do you feel like yo, you can't be there for too long? Nah, I be wanting to stay. For real. Yeah, with my uncle, with his, with his um, his brother, I be wanting to stay. Yeah, I realize that's the difference. Like when, like for example, you was born and raised here, so you, yeah. I feel like appreciated more. Yeah, but I like when I go to Trinidad and and I stay down there, and I see like yo, it's mad hot. You don't gotta worry about nothing. You could wear no clothes, <laughs> go outside bareback, wake up at like three in the morning. Three in the morning? What you doing? Waking I, up I at three in the morning? Yeah, I don't he sleep. don't sleep. I don't sleep. So. Feel me? Like, in Trinidad, I don't know. I just, I would live in Trinidad, but I'm going to have to start all over, so that's a dub. When's mm-hmm. the last time you've been to Trinidad? Before COVID. Mm. Like, the last year before COVID. Mm. And you were a DJ. He was just breaking down the, the science of being a DJ. I wanted to talk about that a little bit, but have you, I, I'm guessing you never dj anything in Trinidad. And is that something yeah, you want to do? You I have? Did. Yeah. And how Carnival. was that? I DJ the Trinity Carnival in like 2018, 2019, I think. Yeah. Where at? It was the carnival, like like the whole route. Do you, do you know like what part of Trinidad he was at when he did that? He was in Portland. Oh, he was in Portland. Like oh, whole, for the real. Whole, the whole strip of the carnival, like you see how Labor Day is. Yeah. In Trinidad. How you? Are you? How you get that gig? I was just in Brooklyn and I was searching up um bands. And um, in Trinidad, and I'm like asking, I'm like, y'all need an extra DJ? Like I'm from Brooklyn. Showed them my my numbers on SoundCloud, and it was like, yeah, come in. They sent me a contract through the mail from Trinidad. I'm like, I'm like, yeah. It's legit at that yeah. point. It's legit, right? Yeah, I'm like, facts. <laughs> when they sent me that contract, I'm like, say that. Did you tell them you got to be paid in U.S. dollars though? None of that TT stuff. It's like, yo, I need that. Yo. I need that six to one right now. Really? Yo, pops. Actually, let's take a quick little break. You hop on the mic, bro. Yeah. You want to talk too? Like. But yeah, you were saying. Yeah, like in Trini, like the things so expensive. Like when you see like the, the costumes and all of that, most of these people paying in US, that's foreigners. Yeah. Like that's not that's not local people. Ninety percent is foreigners. Absolutely. Yeah. Especially the ones spending the money and uh doing yeah, all that. Expensive. We can afford that. It's sad. <laughs> yeah, it's sad. But but I feel like it, it, it is a, like, you know what I mean? Like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, it is for the, the foreigners, you know what I mean? Yeah, kind of, well, it's like a business for the government. You know? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Tourist attraction, so that's for- what I mean to say. Okay, so the foreigners come come home. Spend the money. Okay. Yeah. A lot of white women, you know what I mean? That's when you yeah. see all the white women in Trinidad doing their yeah, thing. Yeah, that's the ones that act to <laughs> 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 Go to Trinidad and act crazy. But that's yeah. big though for your that's resume, bro. Saying. That you, you know what I mean, got to play in one of those. Yeah, it was mad long. It was tight. I'm like, nah, I was burning up on that truck. 
It was hot. Yeah, and then it got like, it was like six o'clock and it got pitch black. I'm like, nah. And I'm the only one on the chuck. My dad wasn't even with me. I was with his, I was with his brother. Right. But his brother left me and went home to get food to come back. And I'm on the chuck. I'm just, I'm looking around. I'm like, yo, it's like, yo, it's like, man, niggas. On I'm like, man, niggas around me. I'm like, wow, I don't even know none of, I don't know nobody right. on that chuck. I just know one, one other DJ. But he, I think he was drunk because he, I don't know. <laughs> nah, I was just about to ask you. You were 16 at the time, right? Yeah. You were sipping? Like, was you nah, allowed to sip? Oh, no. I don't drink. I hate to drink. You don't drink at all? No. Why? Just don't like it. Mm. Do you drink pops? No. For real? Uh, so, like, pops kind of passed that down to you. I guess so. And my moms don't drink either. I respect that, man. Yeah. Yeah, oh, you were Shandy? You get shandy. tipsy off of the Shandy? I, that's crazy. I did bought a Shandy last night. <laughs> <laughs> I went to the store and bought a Shandy, but I hate to drink. Like, the smell of it, that shit just get me. Only way I'm going to drink is like if it's your birthday, and be like, yo, Nick, take a sip. I will try to talk you out of not making me take that sip, but then I'm going to take that yeah. shit. Just for love, right? Yep. Then I'm going to call my dad later on like, yo, I'm drunk, son. Like, <laughs> what you do? Like, like, yo, I'm drunk. My head is spinning. Like, I don't even know what to do right now. Mm-hmm. It seems like you and your pops have a very close relationship. Did you have a similar relationship with your father? It's like that? Yeah. Okay. 100%. Everything, like, I was looking at it when I was, like, six years old. Mm. So, like, it's, it's just passing down the same generation um, tactics, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, what, what's some of the things you would say... Uh, like the role model you are for Nick, what's some of the things you would say some of the young fathers need to do to develop that close, like, oh, I would say it's almost like y'all kind of like brothers. Obviously, he has respect for you, but it seems like, you know what I mean? He could tell you anything. He yeah, trusts yeah. you. Yeah. It's, a, it's a real thin line, you know, between being a friend and a parent. Mm. It, yeah, if, if it be a parent first, the friendship going to come. But you had to be like a, a parent first. Because mm. if you be a friend first, they will never give you that respect a parent deserves. Absolutely. Yeah, and then you have to be kind of open with them. They know they could tell you anything. Come mm. to you with anything. Even though they might get in trouble with COVID, come to you with it. Once they build that relationship, then everything else is like falling on. That'd be me. That'd be me. Like, if I do something, like, I know I just did something. It don't even got to be bad. Like, it just be some calm shit. Mm-hmm. Like, in my heart, like, I feel mad guilty. Like, did I tell my mom or did I tell my pop? Uh-huh. I'd be like, shit, like, nah, bro. I feel mad guilty. I got to call somebody and tell them, like, yo, I did something. Like, I did this. That's good that you got the relationship with pops, too. Well, with both of your parents, I would say that anything you do, you could go out and uh, call them and tell them what you did. But um, I was watching one of your interviews you had, and you talked about a valuable lesson your father taught you and um, a similar situation. Let's take 50 Cent. Uh, Scenario when he signed a deal with Vitamin Water, he didn't take the money up front. He took equity. So when they sold Vitamin Water, they uh, Fifty Cent made millions of dollars. You know, he took the ownership part of it. It's the same thing with the Nick and Mouse show with us. We don't do this for money. We do it for the love of speaking to talents like you, speaking to people, and also um just to to just us chilling and uh, kicking it. Um, but your dad had taught you a valuable lesson about money where. You don't chase the money immediately. You do it for the love, basically, of the sport, and the money will come, right? Well, but he, well, before, like, for example, like, when I first started DJing, I ain't used to take no deposits. Okay. Like, I just used to be hype, yo, we got a gig on Saturday, we're going to go. And if they cancel that party that day, I'm just jerked. Like, I get no money. Okay. But then my dad got me a contract, a DJ Nick contract. Just put your name, your address how much I charged you, but you have to give me a deposit. So mm-hmm. either way, at each, each, I won't say like either way I'm making money, but if you cancel the event, that got nothing to do with me. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's, yeah, yeah. It non-refundable it, deposit. It says it on the contract, so I make sure like, I don't even play with that no more. Like, yeah. So nobody, because I know black people, like, they'll be like, <laughs> this nigga DJ Nick is a bum, he took my money. Like, nah, it says it right there on the con- like, well, contract. In the beginning, though. That was after he actually had the love for the music. I tell him in the beginning, do it. Mm-hmm. Just do it. Get your name out there. Get, get, get um, your confidence up and learn. Keep learning. 
But when you start to take it as a business now, then you have to do everything business like. Mm-hmm. So that's when we get the contracts and we take that way. Instead of teaching them about managing money that way, you know. Mm. I still have difficulty saving, but you only yeah, eighteen though, better. bro. Yeah, you learning. Yeah, you yeah, only you eighteen. Learn, I'm twenty four. I'm sure your pops still got issues saving. Yeah. Yeah. But I hate it though. I hate that I don't know how to save because like. Like, see how Christmas just this just passed? I'll buy, like, some sneakers and I'll turn back it around. Like, did I really need them sneakers? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't go nowhere. Like, do I really need them shits? But then you got to treat yourself one day. Because if you don't treat yourself, nobody else going to treat you. Do you think that's the challenge you face? Uh, being an entertainer at the end of the day, being a DJ, being a rapper, that you got to, you know, look apart. Yeah. But in the back end, it, it, it can't hurt you? Yeah. That, like that, a daily challenge? That, that, that was me. Because I used to, like... I used to be wanting some crazy shit like red bottoms every other week. Mm-hmm. Word. Like, yeah, I used to. I used <laughs> to like expensive, like mad, like designer, designer. But I'm like, doesn't even matter because with the girls, it's like you trying to look apart for a girl, like like to how do I say it? like look attractive. Yep. But even if you lit, you lit, you get money, or the 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 niggas in your circle, the girls is gonna come around regardless. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I don't even need to spend two bands on some shoes when I could buy a shoes for three hundred, put it on with some nice jeans, and I look like I spend two bands. Mm-hmm. So that that's that's what my motive is right now. Three hundred expensive for me right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lower end for you. If I if I spend fifty on some shoes, I feel good, man. <laughs> Give me some nice little vans or something like that. But but when so you you say you only been rapping for a year and that that honestly amazed me because you're really good yeah. like you you guys should check out one of his songs called Trishi that's one of my favorite songs yeah, yeah. no cap I really don't listen to much rappers I yeah. I listen to Kodak Black that's, that's it, it. And straight they know that. Kodak Black Kodak that's Black it, the greatest rapper all time you ask me yeah, I, I, I must have Kodak you, you fuck with Kodak come on son <laughs> I I don't know why people don't get how nice he is I don't know if they don't listen to his lyrics or really that's what I do I listen to his lyrics. I don't care about none of us. There's so much controversy around Kodak. It overshadowed the actual talent. Yeah. But you have the talent. The talent. You you, you like Kodak too? Yeah. Exactly. Um, But yeah, your song Trishi, like when we set the interview up, obviously I'm going to tap into your music. And whether I'm in the gym, I'm driving to work, I'm playing that song because that song is dope as hell. How did you get into the switch from being a DJ to a rapper? Did you like realize you had some talent or were you like hanging out with some friends that was going to the studio? Yep, that's exactly what it was. <laughs> my son Tylen and a couple of my OTR friends. We're gonna get into that yeah, later. But um, sure. like we they was in the stool. I was just there, like I ain't even wanna be a rapper. I wanted to be a manager, like on some See, okay. like like a business type of thing, like start my own shit. Have like yo, these are my artists. Like, what's like, what can y'all do for them? Like, get them shows, and I booked them a studio session. They was in the studio, and I'm like, yo, this is this easy? Like, this is what niggas is doing? I'm like, I'm a DJ. Like, I could do this because I do it on the mic. DJ do the same thing on the mic, but you're not recording. Like, you're doing it on the mic. So I'm like, mm. they played the a beat. I started hopping on it. And I ain't like it at first, and then. Started getting in the habit of going to the studio, and I like it because the music is loud in my ears. That's what I like. I like loud music. If it's not loud, I get anxiety. Word. So I was in the studio. I started feeling the vibe, and then I guess that's what it was. I just started rapping from there. So I still don't even call myself a rapper. Nah, heavy on the DJ? Yep. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah, that that's, that's interesting. So it's like being a DJ was used kind of like working out for being a rapper without knowing it. Like you was already playing with your voice. Having that mic presence, that yeah. delivery, man, that makes a lot of sense. Because honestly, bro, when I listen to your song, I'm like, it's no way this dude has just been rapping for one year. Yeah. It literally been one year. 2019 is when I first walked into the studio with my mans. <clears throat> and then, I don't know. I don't, the process was just crazy because then every gig, every DJ gig I have, I'll spend that money or some of that money to go to the stool. And I can't cop up like two, three hours in the studio. It has to be like five hours or ten hours. Mm. Now, what do you do when you're in the studio? I know a lot of rappers, they drink, they smoke, but yeah, you don't I do smoke. none of that. Oh, smoke. you smoke? Oh, yeah. okay, okay. 
That makes a lot of sense. Only thing I do. Hey, hey, you don't got to drink if you smoke. When yeah. I was in college, basically, yeah. my first year, I used to drink crazy. Then I started smoking, and the liquor kind of found its way out of my life. You know what I mean? You you a big smoker too, Pops? Used to stop. Stop? Why? What happened? When well, I was like, I just had so much other things, like, prioritized before smoking, like, that money to smoke, mm. that's why it was expensive at mm. that time. So I just make a choice. I just stop. Mm. It was just something I do for fun. I didn't need it. Right, right. It was just for fun. And then when you became a grown-up, you had kids, you had responsibilities, you had to... Get it out of your life. So you're not big on calling yourself a rapper. So I was looking at it as like, um, because DJing, especially like in the 80s, was a big thing, right? Yeah. Everyone was DJing, and it was a connection. A rapper has their own DJ, and they all come up together. Um, and then Earn Your Leisure. I don't know if you're familiar. You guys are familiar with Earn Your Leisure? It's like a, a business podcast where they interview like people behind the music scenes that do the business transactions of it. But they had made a post saying like the big DJs do like techno music. The guys that are like making the millions of dollars all do techno yeah. music. And obviously, um, with the music you DJ with, it's not like a killing. Is is that also part of the reason why you went into rapping? Or I just wanted I I ain't really want to be a rapper because I'm like yo, it's mad niggas. This is a different rapper. Like I bet you if you go on Instagram right now, go in the search search bar and spotlight, you're gonna see a new rapper. rapper. That's the reason why I ain't even, I ain't even want to be a rapper, but I'm like, shit, like, hey. It is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. How do you how do you stand out, though, with there being so many rappers? Now that you are rapping, how do you, like, stand out? Because like, I DJ. I DJ, too. So my clout from DJing, I trans... They can't duck me. Cause I always promote. Like, either way, I o- everything is promote. Like, I'll post this bottle of water, and I'll be like, swipe up. My mu- or I post that bottle of the water and my music will be playing in the background. Yo, what song is that in the back? That's my song. So either way, I'm just promoting. Or I just I listen to other niggas. Like I listen to everybody. Make my shit sound different from they. Like melodic. That's the type of songs that I like. Like guitar type beats and different I, type beats. I realized that one of the interviews and Malcolm was actually putting me on like you, you're a big Tory Lanez fan LMA yeah. um, a couple other people but you are into like that melodic rap singing type music yes sir mm. but I feel like your music doesn't really sound like that is that it the don't. plan to go to that no nah, I just I listen I listen to what I like I don't I that's I, I really don't know just like the mood I get when I'm in the studio. Mm. It's just like the mood I get when I'm in the studio. But melodic like it's kind of melodic but it's not melodic but it's singy. It's catchy, it's catchy singy but I don't know. I like I like the melodic shit though. Melodic. I like that vibe. Yeah. Now, what's your lingo? Um Trisha cuz I heard a Trisha. I'm pretty sure everyone heard a Trisha. Yeah. Also, but um, my my favorite is rum. I listen to rum when I'm running on the treadmill and everything. I'm a big fan of rum. Um, is that lingo that you use on a daily? Trishy rum, like yeah. What, now what is a trish? What is a trish? A trish is a girl that gets around. <laughs> <laughs> she drives the boat. Yeah, she that, the boat. that gets around like she with everybody. Yeah, or, or guys. Yeah, or guys. We call it the trish vice versa. You can't call no nigga no tree. <laughs> nah, the girl, the girl, the girl, the girl could call you a tree. Yeah, okay, girl okay. The girl could call you a tree. You can't call no nigga a tree. Yo, what? What you just call me, bro? Like, you got experiences with a lot of treeshes out here. These yeah. girls be treeshing on you. Yeah, they all of these girls are treeshes. DTB for life. Don't trust them. Trust <laughs> Don't trust nobody. them, bitches. Don't trust them. Oh man, nah, is, it was that uh was that your motivation for the song Trishy? Yeah, I just got in the booth. I'm like, yo, it's it's about to be my birthday, so we gonna make some shit. Like, I'm like, nah, I can't even say Trisha. Everybody saying Trisha. Yeah, I never heard somebody say. I heard people saying, yo, trying to get Trishy, but nobody put it in the song. So I'm like, my definition of Trishy is like having fun. Like, you at a party, we getting Trishy. You you smoking over there? Niggas is over here drinking. We we leaving home. We going we getting Trishy. Like. We just we acting bad like we getting like, <laughs> like we just, just having fun. That's the vibe. Trishy, we getting Trishy. Now what about rump? Rump is 
Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what y'all use on a daily though? Yeah. If you were like, yo, like if you hit up a girl, be like, yo, trying to rump. Yo, Trish, you trying to rump? They're going to be like, no. You got to get out. Get Trish, yo. Get out. Let's get Trish. They're going to be like, yo, get out of here. They're going to be like, who you talking to, sir? You got a girlfriend? It's complicated. Yeah. I would say, yeah. I'll say, yeah. Nah. I don't know. Oh, it's all good. You entertain her. Got to ask her. Got to ask her. Oh, so it's on her right now. She acting a little funny. Yeah. Uh, Gotta put on. it on her. Come on, you better realize talent when you see a young lady. Don't, yeah, don't like, play around too like, much. On, son, like, you better get your DJ Nick while you can. That's a big fact. Um, but I would say yeah, but then I wouldn't say yeah, and then she, she act, yeah, she, 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 yeah, then she, then she entertaining the next thing, and then I look dumb. So I'm gonna just see. I don't know. It's in her. It's the ball is in her court. You gotta play your cards right, man. Ain't yeah, wrong with that. you never know though. Even if you marry, it's, it's always that uh that that. That possibility that your girl might be out there acting tricky. That's why I say I don't trust these females because they be lying to your girl. Like, I've seen it happen to my man's. Like, his girl left us smoking in the hallway. Damn, yeah. Like, come on. Like that, yeah. Next week, the another nigga was like, yo, you know I was with your girl, right? I'm like, yo. Uh, he ain't damn. pull up on him like that. She trying to get Trishy. Yeah. She was getting Trishy. <laughs> she was getting Trishy. You got to send her that link. Like, she was getting Trishy, bro. <laughs> send her the song link. What's that mean, you? though? You never going to get married? or how, Pops, how do you teach him to, to navigate the waters of dealing with women who might be, you know what I mean, unfaithful? Because there are some good women out there. What's the advice you giving him, the fatherly advice? See, that's Trinidadian morals right there because my mom tell me the same thing all the time. Like, yo, have fun. Like, you single. Like, you know what I mean? You don't got to rush into no relationships. Because especially, like, when you get older, if you're not having fun, that's when you want to step out on, you know what I mean? Yeah, Maybe then, you're... Then when you get older, you want to find somebody who really see you. Now you want to act young now. Mm-hmm. Act young while you're young. Yep. Who's going to be your favorite rappers from Brooklyn? Oh. I, I I like Pop Smoke, Bump Pop Smoke, Nick Blicky, R.I.P. Yeah, um, both of them, right? Yeah, facts. R.I.P. to both of them. I don't know. I like it's a whole catalog. Like I could go on. I like two six A.R. I'm talking about the drill, the drill rappers for now. Okay. Like I like um and my guys. That's it. Like really O.T.R. It. Yeah, that's really it. We're going to talk about them in a little bit, too, because I definitely want to talk about your team. But how did you feel when you, you uh, heard the news about Pop Smoke, I would say? I was in the crib, but I'm like, I thought it was fake, because, you know, when you get up there, like, a lot of rumors be coming around, like, yeah. niggas want to keep, like, you're dead. I'm like, nah, it's not it's not true. Then I seen that shit on the news. I'm like, damn, that's, that's mad crazy, bro. Like, it always happened to the black, young, successful niggas, like, that's coming out the hood. She crazy. I that's, feel like Brooklyn specifically. Yeah, too, like it's like only Brooklyn. But I'm, not, I'm like, yo, like what's going on? Like he was, he was right there. Like mm-hmm. what eighteen year old, nineteen year old, know, like get invited to Diddy fifty party? Like I was just telling my man's that yesterday. I'm like, yo, bro, man is mainstream. Like what drill rapper you know is getting played on the radio proudly every day, every day, every minute of the day. Like, like that's <clears> what I'm saying. Like. His fans are so die hard. Like if I came out and I dissed him, they would. I was dead heat. They would box me up. Like, oh yeah. They they not bumping DJ Nick because like I diss Pop Smoke. You feel me? Like that's how die hard his fans is. Like that. I show him. Like I, I could show him some respect for that. Like 
And he was talented too. Yeah, he like, was talented. I, I, thankfully, I had the opportunity to go to uh, like a pop smoke show. And you know, what I mean, looking back now, it's like wow. That's a, I have videos on my phone. I'm like wow, that was an experience. But personally, I liked a few of his songs. Right, I think Dior, Welcome mm-hmm. to the Party. But I don't think I I, I kind of thought he was one of those rappers who's gonna be hot for a while, but then kind of fades out. Yeah, but I think that like as of like right now, if he was alive, like if he was alive, he would have still been on. He would have still no, been lit. That's what I realized. Like, yo, he's a talent. Yeah. Like he was gonna be, I swear to God, bro, and I'm not just saying this because he passed away. He was gonna be one of the biggest rappers yeah. in the country. And then he's a teenager. He, he's my age, 19. Now nah, he's 20, so he wasn't even legal to drink yet. And he was top of the charts, getting played on the mainstream. I'm like, damn, that's crazy. And then he from Brooklyn too. I'm like, salute, like that's real shit. Does that give you more motivation? It gave me motivation, but I'm like, damn, like how, like, son went out. What son went out there to promote his um his album? It is just, that what he was out there for? Yeah, to promote. I think he was staying out there for like one more week. Cause I'm like, I'm really in tune with music. Like, like I go on YouTube. I'm really in tune. Like, like on some paparazzi shit. Like, I really be in tune. So he was out there for like music. Promote his album that was coming out, the the Meet the Woo too. I think mm-hmm. he was out there to promote his album, and then it'd be the same niggas that the color that that's just our skin color that's trying to take us down. Mm. Like damn, like how does how does that affect knowing that? Like especially someone like yourself who you're, you're building a name. And I mean, you got a couple songs that's popping. And you people might look at you as like a lick. You know what I mean? How do you move around in Brooklyn knowing it's your own people that might try to get you at the end of the day? I try my best not to like, like, I don't know, like, I just stay protected. Like, I, personally, I, that's why I always be with, like, a, a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But then, the same shit with King Vaughn situation, it could be the same niggas in your circle that try to backfire, like, backfire on you and switch up on you. But right. that's why I stay around, I stay in my crib. Listen to music, studio, crib, smoke, sit, grind. I don't go nowhere, so you can't you can't see me. If you see me, the only time I'm at a party, mm-hmm. and you're not like you can't like you can't try to lick me at a party because I'm deep, mm-hmm. and I have my protection with me, my dad, my friends. So yeah, I just like for all the upcoming rappers and shit like. I don't really do all that addition shit, but I don't. I don't like. I don't like that. Will make it make Brooklyn drill way more better. Like if we all get along. I, I is, I'm just talking <clears throat> bullshit, but like nah, nobody. I'm talking facts, but niggas is not gonna get along. They're not gonna get along. They're not gonna get along. But I'm just saying, like, if niggas put the beef aside and make a track together, I bet you, like, that shit is gonna blow. They're gonna be like, "What? I thought these two niggas was beefing. Not even a track." What? Time. It's going to go up. They're going to go up. I'm telling you. Because the talent is deep like that in Brooklyn. Yeah. Deep, but everybody man. look at Atlanta. And Atlanta, you know what I mean? They doing their thing with the Migos, Gucci Mane, all these different guys. But Brooklyn has enough talent to be on that type of level. Yeah. For Brooklyn some reason, everybody beefing. Brooklyn is where it started. Like, yes. Like, our... Brooklyn, for me, is where it started. Because Tupac and Biggie and... Like, come on, that just says, yeah, it just says it there mm-hmm. for itself. Like, it's just mad legends that was started rapping in Brooklyn. So I'm just saying, like, any upcoming rappers, they don't even have to be drill rappers. Like, any rappers, like, it's not the time for beef. It's a new year. Like, just cut all that shit out. Like, y'all already see what happened last year. Like, we lost mad celebrities and mad artists and shit. And it made no sense to me. Yeah. How do you feel about Takashi? Another dude from Brooklyn that kind of <laughs> went how the wrong way. His, how I feel about his, like... Just his whole career, like the snitching. Like, is that something you care about or... No, nah, I don't care about that. That got nothing to do with me. You respect him as an artist? As an artist, yeah. But the certain shit he do, like... Like, now, I lose respect for him because I feel like he be, he be dissing, like, King Vaughn and shit. Like, I don't like that, bro. Like, 
Like, he be trying to get niggas caught up with him so they could backfire him knowing he's hooked up with the feds. Yeah. So when you, like, somebody say, yo, fuck you, Nick. Me. And I'm going to get mad. And I'm going to pull up on him, punch him out, shoot him or whatever. Now you getting locked up with the feds because he, Takashi is hooked up with the feds, so make mm. no sense. He just trolling you. Yeah. King of troll. He's the king of troll. King troll. Shout out to Takashi. As you said, I really don't respect all the antics he be doing, but his music is his music, his music is His music is be bumping. I, I low key think he's a musical genius. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You play him at the parties? Yeah. Sometimes, but Sometimes, not. Right? not mm-hmm. I, it was a party I was at, and I played him. They was like, "Nah, turn that shit off." <laughs> Word. They was like, "Nah, turn it off." They was like, "Yo, change that, bro." I'm like, "I say that. I respect it." I'm like, "You got all rights to tell me turn that off, cause." So uh, let me ask you a question. So some parties they be turning up to Takashi, but some some they're just Bob, but they won't like get. They don't ever get too spicy. <laughs> yeah, they won't get like. But before he got locked up, you could play Takashi. They'll go. Through the roof, like break windows and shit. Like they'll. they'll... I remember it was a video of him. I think he was banned from the Barclays, but there was a concert, and somehow he snuck in and ran out on the stage. And mm-hmm. it's, it's I get chilled every time I watch that video because the crowd went nuts. Yeah. He was that guy, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But um, I remember one time. This is when he just came out of prison, right? So he dropped the song. I forgot the name of the first song he dropped when he came out, but I'm bumping it, and it's on my YouTube. So I get in my car, and I'm mind you, I'm in Brooklyn. Windows is down, middle of the summer, and I, I, I mistakenly press play. My shit is turned all the way up, <laughs> and Takashi starts blasting out of the window. And I swear to God, I could see everybody around me just start looking at just me, grilling you. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? I'm like, yo, I start rolling the windows. I'm taking out the music. I'm like, damn, they about to kill me right now. Yeah, that was definitely different. So what 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 y'all what y'all would call it? Y'all think he snitched or oh, is it dry snitching? Because if it if you listen if you look at it from his point of view, he said they raped his moms, they raped his baby mother, um, they kidnapped his moms, they tried to kill him. I yeah I, I and they didn't show no loyalty to him. They didn't no show loyalty no loyalty at all. Then I will say I won't say it's alright to snitch, but he did. He involved niggas that had nothing to do with that whole shit. But, like, I'm, like, saying... I think that's the issue with what he did. He started calling out, like, Cardi B and a bunch yeah, of stupid people Yeah, he started calling names. out mad people names that had nothing to do with his clique. And a, the the biggest moral issue was the cool to be thing. Because I think he paid cool to be to yeah, shoot at like, Chief So, why would you... Have no morals. No. no moral issue. You can't say it. But that's the only thing I wanted. Like, if you put yourself in that, like, me, no, who's just a I can't snitch. I just tell the police. Right. right? Mm-hmm. I didn't sign up for that shit. I signed up to be like loyal to the streets. Mm-hmm. I signed up to be loyal to my family. So anybody come at them, whoever had to do to protect them, it could be the police, the feds, the CIA, whoever are telling. Right? Mm-hmm. But if you sign up for that life, you know, and then you go tell them, that's, that's snitching. It's different. It's not like me and you. Who, who does the civilians do? That's what I'm saying too. Like, I so can't even. sign up for that. I can't even like be like, nah, he's not a snitch and try to explain myself because he knows he was doing. Like he fully signed himself up to be blood. Like he already knew like what them niggas was on. Like what what he was signing up for it wasn't a Christian gang. Like he knew mm-hmm. what he was doing. So I can't even be like, nah, he didn't know that they would like. And he's a smart dude too. I think he see. I know. I, I he knows why he did it. He know. Okay, mm-hmm. this is what the people want. They want to see the rowdy shit. They want to see someone talk crazy. And but not be an internet gangster, kind of back it up, and he—that's why he got the gang behind him. But as you said, like I, morally, I don't think he's that bad of a person, right? Like these dudes, are, as you said, Shadi was having sex with his baby mom. They was they 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 kidnapped him, robbed him, attempted to kill him. Yeah. So like, how are you supposed to have any loyalty to these people? Yeah, like people? what did they expect him to do? Right. <laughs> At the end of the day, it's like, what do you expect the nigga to do? Like, I you... think what they expected him to do was. Right back on them, like you get someone I'm gonna come back. Like, but seventy two years, how I'ma slide back on you in seventy two more years? Like they right. tried to give him maximum like seventy two years. Like I'ma be with a cane. They was gonna give him sixty nine just cause, yeah. <laughs> just, just to yeah, be like, a dickhead. Like I said, we be sixty nine. I'ma slide back on you in sixty nine years, and I'm already like twenty something mm-hmm. dead. Like no, you'd be dead. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
But yeah, that 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 whole situation is crazy. But shout out to the whole Brooklyn rap scene, man. Uh, tell us about OTR. O- what is that? Only the uh, richest. Only the richest. What's that? That's like your little squad record label. Yeah, you could put it like that. Uh, yeah, we started in the studio. We just we wasn't even rappers yet. <laughs> just niggas like just link up every day. And we just like now nah, we I was like yo we got like we gotta come up with a name bro like everybody in the hood knows us like we go to the park almost every day it was in the summer so every day we go linking up going to the park like twenty deep ten deep I'm like bro we gotta come up with a name and then we just came up with only the richest and like say that and then we started making music everybody started feeling it so yeah who's the members uh... we got um. Shit, it's a lot of niggas. How many people y'all got? Probably like, eh, like, like twenty five, thirty. It's a lot of people. Damn, that's a, that's a gang right there. <laughs> that's a lot of that's an organization. Not all of them make music though. Yeah, we got. I'm gonna tell you the artists. We got Malcolm Bando. We got Zay Bando. We got um Chase Bands. We got OGZ. We got me. We got OT Avante. We got. Who else? Hold on. We got Trap Talon, the man who made me start rapping. He live in Canada. Where? Talon, yeah, he be coming down. He be coming down. He used to live in Brooklyn and moved to Canada? Nah, he just always used to live in Canada. He just visit and come here and there. Mm. But that summer when we made OTR, he was here, so. Okay. We call him OTR Canada. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so I, I said Malcolm, Zay, Chase... Um, Trap Thailand. We got OT Alvante. That's that's all for right now. We got we got a we got Mo. We got OTR Mo. That's the artist as of right now. Like, and what's your plans with OTR? Like you see how four PF is. Yeah, just like that. What's four PF? I never heard. Like little baby, like Leo bit like Leo baby squad. Mm. Little like baby, how, the rapper, like the yeah, famous yeah, rapper, yeah. Mm. like how he got his squad and they got like the four chain, like how it's him. Who is it? Forty two Doug, and um, they got Rilo Rodriguez. Just like a little organization with music. So like, hopefully one of us, either one of them names that I just said, they pop off and feel me like make our own label. So we don't, we don't even gotta sign. Like we sign ourselves. Type shit. So we making our own money. We don't gotta split it. We sign to ourselves. That's that's what my goals are. I'm gonna keep saying that. It's gonna come through because we working. That's good. So um, I believe um, damn G Herbo. What is it? Little. What's the dude's name that was rapping with G Herbo back then? Little Bibby. Little Bibby. So Little Bibby, he stopped rapping, and um, was like, I'm just gonna be on the manager side of the whole industry. And I believe he was managing, um, damn, I'm forgetting all these rappers' names, um, Juice World. Yeah. He's managing Juice World. Is that your plan with OTR yourself, like, to still be the manager how you did before you started rapping? Yeah, that's what I really, like, that's what I really wanted to do. Okay. Like, like really, like, manage and, like, help niggas out, like, I ain't know I, like, I could rap. I'm like, <clears> damn, <throat> that shit is hard. But, like, yeah, I, that's, that's, that's my goals with OTR and shit like that, like. Also, be what help about my guys out? Like, if I got a show, they could perform too. Like, have them perform these songs, and then they bring me out. Type shit. Like, okay. So, like, we all just helping each other. It's like a table that's spinning. Mm-hmm. You finish eating, you spin it to your next. <laughs> Ooh, I, I like that. that. Eat, eat. I like that analogy. Spin it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on, but is there any rappers that DJ? Like, how how do you balance that? Like, say, let's say you. One of these songs blow up, right? And and now they want to book DJ Nick as a rapper. Are you still going to take, like, like DJ gigs too? Is that something that you plan on doing? Like, yo, I'm the biggest rapper in the world, but I'm still going to be doing DJ gigs. Because yep. it sounds like DJing is your first love. Yep. Mm. yep. DJ over everything. Yep. Yeah, for DJ. real. That's his main thing. He's mm-hmm. a DJ. Like you see Prince Harry and, and Meghan Mary. Yeah. Who do you think was the DJ? Uh-huh. Just, that's that's so 
once it's your passionality your love there's nothing could stop it mm-hmm. they're gonna keep doing it they might have less time for it but they will always be there oh, wow. have a big mansion trust me you have a set in that house uh-huh. <laughs> now what about uh, being an engineer for otr like because i mean you have the sound the taste for music you know how to work the dj set you rap was that in the plans too yeah my man's talent was teaching me too talent know how to do all of that like Half of the, like, some some of the songs, like, we made inside my crib, made inside the HQ. HQ is, like, headquarters, like, where everybody go and chill. Okay. Like, some sometimes niggas recording there. Okay. If you don't got, like, bread to go to the stool, mm-hmm. which is basically never. Like, niggas just be lazy, but we rather feel comfortable in, this, in the crib. Produce, like, we just work, like, just how you got that laptop right there. Mm-hmm. Hook up the mic, stand up the mic, and he just mix our shit. You talk about laziness. You gotta smoke. Like I know, I know. Um, certain situations, people smoke, but they get lazy. Does that affect y'all overall? Sometimes me personally, nah. Like when I'm when if I smoke in the studio, I feel like I'm freaking Drake. Yeah, you better go, <laughs> like, man. Like I, I start to feel the vibes because then it's the loud music, and then like my head is just, I'm feeling calm. I feel I'm feeling nice, and then the music is just the music, like the like. You don't know what I mean. Like, if you're next to a loud ass speaker and it's your song, mm-hmm. that shit hit different with the bass and everything. Like, you really feel it in your soul. Yeah, like I feel it in my soul. What 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 what's the musical process for you? Like, when you do go in the booth and uh, you you put that beat on in the headphone. What like what do you think? Well, do you first, write before or? Nah, I used to write before, but then I realized like, Trishi and Rump, I made them shits like freestyles, like. Like those shits, like I put, I had the beat in my head, like I had the beat, but like after a while, like it, when I'm in the crib and I'm trying to like write a song, it just doesn't, it don't hit because the speakers is not loud. Like the speakers is loud, but it's not loud. Like where it's like a closed area, and, like all the shit is just hitting me in my head. So I go to the studio, tell the engine to type in the beat, roll the spliff or some shit, mm-hmm. smoke the spliff, and in the middle of me smoking the spliff, I'm just like humming, like. And I'm with my mans. So like I'm like I'm I'm with my mans, I'm with my people. I'm like, yo, bro, this is like does this shit sound good? And I'm recording and I I'm like, yo, bro, be honest, bro. Like, cause I know, bro, I'm not perfect. Like mm-hmm. I got like I'd be like, yo, what the f-? like Nick, what is you doing, bro? Like this shit is dirt, bro. Like, let me record it. Like, <laughs> yeah, you I'll don't rather, want no yes man in your group. I'll rather record spend say if I have five hours in the studio, I'd rather spend like three hours on one track. Then do like five tracks and go home and like I really don't like none of these shits. Like I rather take my time and like just keep recording and keep listening over and over and over to make sure like my shit is perfect so niggas can't clown me. Or and your music videos like so you go you go to the studio with your friends. The music videos like your friends is always with it. Yeah, when you, when you gotta do the whole music video process, yeah. how long does those take though? Now they just they go. I pay for the vids or my dad will help me pay for the vids or my mm-hmm. mom's. And I just tell him the address. Okay. That's all tell you got to do. Hey, yo, I <laughs> got a video. <laughs> yeah, I got a video shoot next week. <laughs> like, yo, I have a I have a video shoot next week. He'll be like, word, and then they'll pop out they'll pop out. That's really it. You the guy, huh, DJ Nick? The people you just got the people on text message, yeah. they'll pull up whatever. Yeah, that that's how you're supposed to be with your man's. Word, <laughs> no, one hundred. That's respect. I want to talk about it. Uh, for me, if 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 something like that had happened to me, I would say it's a traumatic experience, right? Yeah. The the situation where you're walking down the street with with your basketball, um, and a bunch of cops run up on you, grab you, slam you to the ground, and mm-hmm. arrested you. Well, how did that come about? And uh, I th- I was watching an interview with you. You said you're going to court with it. Are you still in court for that? Yep. I'm still can in you court talk with about it. that? Can yeah, you I talk? Can talk about it? Okay. So what happened? Well, for me, I, I I came from the park actually, with my with my best friend, and we was walking up Notion. I'm not, sh- I'm not sure if you're familiar with Notion, but the cops they're gonna watch this interview and they're gonna know, and my lawyer's gonna watch this interview and they're gonna hear the same shit over and over. I was walking up Notion, made a um, I'm like, me and my man's are just talking like, like bro, you going up Notion? I'm like shit, should I go up Notion with him? I'm mind of I just finished playing ball. I'm tired of shit. I'm like, yo, I'm going to the crib. Dapped him up. 
we link up in front of HQ where everybody chills at. It's summer. So mm-hmm. we link up in front of HQ. I'm chilling. The cops come on the block. But they get out the car and they start like going another way. They pass me straight. But they they pass me straight. They run in. So I'm like, all right, fuck that. I'm out. I'm walking to the crib. I stop by the store. I ain't even stop in the store. I see by the store. And I'm looking across the street. I'm like, yo, the cops is... That's the same cop that just ran past me. Like, like... He know I'm not. I got nothing to do with whatever they whatever they looking for. So I see them grilling me, but I'm by myself. I'm not with my man's just more. I just dabbed him and he left. So I'm walking, walk down. I turn back. He keep driving straight, and he made a reverse. Rogers is a one way street, so you gotta go like this, come back, and then come down. So when he come down one way and turns on his siren, I'm look back. I'm like, nah, they not coming for me. So I'm still bouncing my shit. I'm like, like you just passed me, bro. Like, if whatever you're looking for, I know it's not me because you just passed me. And you looked me in my eyes and you just passed me and you got back in your car. You drove past me. and then, So they come next to me. I looked, them, I, looked, I looked at them. I'm still bouncing. I'm like, nah, they're not coming to me. And then the next thing you know, they just grabbing me. I'm like, what? I'm like, then I get in the truck. They're like, yo, where's the gun? Where's the gun? I'm like, what, bro? I'm like, so this is what y'all do? Y'all just pick up black people and just, like try to. Cause imagine if that was like in the dark, a dark, a dark alley, they could have pinned some shit on me. Mm-hmm. Wow, easily. That must have been like traumatizing, right? Yeah, facts. Like... What did they say was the reason? Like, what, are they looking for somebody that shot somebody? Like... Yeah. Really? They claimed that it was some shots, but it was no shots. So, what are the charges that you're currently going to court for? Uh, misdemeanor, disorderly conduct, and <laughs> ass- arrest. Yeah, and assaulting an officer. Wait, what? But that's when people don't know we had video. Yeah. Mm. Oh, because it didn't look like he was violent at all. That's you what I'm saying, <laughs> bro. I was minding my business because I'm seeing them coming down the block, but I'm like, they're not coming for me, bro. Like, I looked at them. They didn't even say freeze, stop, nothing. So mm-hmm. I could actually like be like, all right. Then they could say like, yo, this man, like this young sir, just like um resisted arrest. He said like we said freeze and stop, and he didn't stop. Mm-hmm. They ain't say nothing to me. They hopped out the car. So when they hopped out the car, I'm seeing them hopping out the car and walking towards me. I'm like, they're not coming for me. I'm across the street from my house. <laughs> I'm about to scream out to my aunt because I see my aunt. And then that's the same time they just tackled me and arrested me. You I'm swing like, on them or anything? What's nothing. The, the... Like nothing. Nothing. Like they grabbed me so quick, I couldn't even. Thing, right? Like I couldn't even. My my brain was still pending. Wow. Now that's kind of crazy. For, for them to say, okay. Uh, number one, you got to have a reason for why you tackled me to the ground. Yeah. Before you put all these other charges of... Resisting, like, what am I resisting arrest for? What was I being arrested for? Yeah. Is that something? Yeah, y'all trying to sue the cops or something like that? Because it sounds like a effed yeah, so up situation. Right now, somebody had a held accountable for that. Yeah. Looking at it is one thing. Actually, going through some shit like that is something different. Mm-hmm. Because you know the luck we have with, with these people, mm-hmm. right? Like, and by just looking at the video, you ain't seen no resistance. No, oh, they didn't even stop and say, Let me see your ID. Wait, nothing like that. It was just a straight tackle, a straight yeah. take down, kneel on my neck, everything. It was just like, This is not a human being, right? Like, we here to police you, we're not here to, to um have a relationship with the community, we're here to police you because mm-hmm. you know, like a lot of these cops they don't even live in the neighborhood, yep. so don't, they don't see the young black kids as, as people, they see them as a job, yes. It's like the same people that work in the zoo. Mm-hmm. They go to work to take care of the animals every day and go back home. That's the same thing how they look at us. And it's obvious. You see how they handle the whole situation. Even an hour later, we we by the precinct. Let's sit on outside. We, Bro, that's another thing. Like, I'm like, we could talk to him. We could see him. He need water or anything. It was not jacking it. Situation. I was like, nah, he good. We asked him if he want water and he said he good. And nobody never even asked him. And the crazy thing is that my 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 OTR friends they heard I got arrested on the block and they came downstairs to like see if I was Gucci, like to walk around the corner and see if I'm Gucci because somebody 
was driving up the block and they said they see me on the floor and they came downstairs to make sure I was Gucci. Nothing wrong. What mm. what what normal friends would do? Come mm-hmm. downstairs to make sure you Gucci. They arrested all of them too. So what? I met all of them in the precinct. Word. Like I came out the car. But when I'm driving to the precinct, I see my mom walking down, bro. I'm like, only she know, like, bro, like, like you in this guy. Yeah, like I'm looking at her. Oh, like, so she didn't know you was in no. there. Oh, so when she got sheesh. to the block, it's like everybody, it's like a hundred niggas on the block and they telling her, I'm like, I'm like, bro, I hope they don't lie to her, bro, because it's just like, come on. I hope they don't lie to my parents, bro. Like, we seen him carrying a gun or something. Mm-hmm. Like, wow. I'm like, nah, I hope they don't lie. And then I got in the, like, the holding cell or whatever, and I seen all my bros. Like, all of us was just in there. Y'all was all in the same cell together? Yeah. See, I was lit. Yeah, we was <laughs> fake lit. Because, you know, you know like, 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 something like that, we could look back and talk at it now, but it's still, like... And like his position now, everywhere he walking now, and you see like a, a car speeding, filling up a cup car. That's the same feeling come back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that's something that lived with you for a long time. Like you need therapy to get rid of certain um, trauma your, your body and your mind go through. And I did go to therapy. I went to therapy for a minute. Yeah. Like my anxiety used to kick in crazy. Yeah. Like any car, like it, it ain't even got to be a regular car. It could be a regular car. Like I still suffer from that shit now. Like. I'm mad paranoid, like... Because you could imagine if that was, like, in... Say it wasn't on the front street, it was in the back street, in the dark. All they had to say was he reached for the gun. Because mm-hmm. if you could say he, he resists arrest and he was arrogant and all of that, all that different charges, and from the video, you see the video? Yeah. You can't see none of that there. So when was he? In the car? When nobody else could yeah. see Yeah. Because <laughs> on the video, we didn't see that part. Because if somebody's trying to avoid the cops, they wouldn't be bouncing the ball like this. They'll be trying to go down. <laughs> right, 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 right. It makes sense. And what you're saying is a fact, too. It's like, I mean, this, this is what happens. This is why we had the riots in the, in 2020, because a lot of unarmed black men were getting killed. Yeah. And you as a father, too, thinking of, not only him, you as a father, him as a, um, his saying. mom. That could not be, we cannot be burying him. So, I mean, you know. Bro, the crazy thing is that I was like, bro, I dead ass can't breathe, bro. But I just, like, I know, like, how to hold. Like, how to hold it down. Control yourself. Yeah, like, so I was, like, it was, like, mad grown-ass men on my back, like, like, just kneeling out on my back and shit. I'm like, I'm like, yo, I can't breathe. But I'm, I know if I scream it, that's less air. Yeah, right, right. But it's an officer right here, so I know he heard me. So I'm like, yo, I can't breathe, bro. You know, they have tactics that they do, right? Like, like, they do things that, like, you, as a human being, right? You feel pain. Your first reaction is to react to what's where the pain coming from. Mm-hmm. So if I'm going like, pull your hand and twist it and put a handcuff on it, the first thing you do is pull it. Pull it. Yeah. go like this but or they, go the other way. Right, so they do something like that to aggravate you, to make you have a reaction, and that's when they say resist. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I just think they need training. They need training to deal with actual people. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why you see a lot of mental people get killed from the cops because they deal with them as a regular person. Like, the other day, I got pulled over by the same crew. Like, word, like, the same crew. And they, the crazy thing, we're talking about the back street, and that's where they tried to pull me over, but I made a right to, like, on the main street. So, like, they not catch me. And I, and I was in the car with my friend. I'm like, yo, bro, how much you want to say they about to say some bullshit, bro? It's like, um, they rolled down the window. I looked at him. I know, I know they, they face. Mm-hmm. I'm like, they called three cars. Yep. For me getting pulled over, I called my dad one time. I'm like, I'm like, yo, I'm like, yo, bro. I'm like, yo, Malcolm. I was with Malcolm. I'm like, yo, Malcolm. I bet you they about to say some bullshit. They was like, um, you didn't have on your left indicator. Wow. You're supposed to get a ticket for that, right? Yeah. They gave me a summons to go to court. What? So I tell him, I say, right, stay on the phone with me. I say, why you get pulled over? They explain to you. He say, yes. They say I didn't indicate the quarter and left. I didn't put my signal in. That was a lie. He say, yeah. I say, right, so. Let them get your ticket and then you prove it. Yeah. Or you plead not guilty or whatever. One hour later, I call back. I say, you're home. No, I'm still here waiting. So they just have him sit down in the car for like that whole hour. Just wow. To give him a summer. But then it, I got pulled over for one with one car. I went down, checked my phone, turned up. It's like another car coming like towards me. Another car. I'm like, yo, what the? I'm like, yo. I'm like, so this is what y'all do? Like, I'm like, yo, I know you. He's like, okay, and? I'm like, I'm like, so I tell them, like, don't ever give them no reason. Always drive clean and always 
just do the right thing all day because you never know when they'll have an excuse to do what they really want to do. Mm-hmm. Right? And even as a young black man growing up in this country, we done on the and <laughs> we done on the um how can I say we done on the defense all the time. Always some other thing. Mm-hmm. So at least if you could at least let the police not be one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And don't give them no reason. Don't yeah. drive with no 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 weed, don't drive with no no don't give them no reason, nothing like that. Stop last stop sign, you know, don't, don't rush no light, the pedestrian at this every day I drill it in here. Yeah. Thing, I drill it. Like at least you see like a lot of people get big charges off a traffic offense. Because they get pulled over for breaking a stop sign. Then when when they hear the amount of things that have in the car all that. So do the right thing. But when they pull me like when they pull me over, they don't even be like, "Hey, like, what's your license or registration?" They don't ask for none of that shit. Like, they don't. They didn't ask for that. What's the first thing they said? They, um, roll down the window, don't move. But I already knew like they was marking my car out because I was next to my old car, waiting for my friend to come downstairs, and then they pulled up. They stopped there for like five minutes. I was teaching him how to upload music. Like, he wanted me to help him upload music on um Apple Music and shit. So, we I'm next to my old car that's already parked, and I'm just, we're just next to it. And they just there chilling. And I made the corner, and they made the next corner, and I didn't even see them. Mm-hmm. And then they turned on their lights, I'm like, damn, bro. I'm like, I knew I wasn't bugging, but. Well, why, why do you think you might be a target for them? You, you're not into probably, any gang probably, activities nah, and nothing probably because like they know that I'm suing them, so. Um, Probably because they know. And they trying to... Yeah. I see trying so, to find something. So y'all not in court for anything that they alleged. Y'all only in court for... Y'all suing them right now. Yeah. Okay, okay. Hopefully y'all get some money, man. Because that's... You know what I mean? That's that's irreversible damage. And even money is not going to fix that situation. Yeah, that's why. That's why I said from the beginning. It's not about the money. No. It's about that... Principle. Somebody had a twist their hand sometime yeah. too for them to know that, hey... Because maybe the next time they say, you know what, let me deal with this different. Right. Let me stop, let me say, yo, young man, stop for a second. Yeah, like, that's all ID? they could have said, like. You have mm-hmm. some ID? Like, we hear something on the block, you fit the description. Even if you're lying, say something to defuse the situation before you just jump out and snatch up somebody and throw them on the ground, kneel on the neck, like. And it's 10 of y'all versus a 17-year-old kid, that's like. It... That's not normal. That's not normal. Nah. Not at all. That's not normal. But maybe it is normal, but that's the issue. That's the issue, and that's yeah, that's, that's why they need to be held accountable so we can fix that issue so this doesn't happen to anyone else. And unfortunately, I, I, I personally don't like to pull the race card, but it doesn't seem like it's happening to any white kids. They don't. Right? They don't. Nah, dead heat. You can't even say not even, like, you don't want to pull it. it don't, like, if if I or well, one of us... Race, we have to, if, yeah, exactly. if, if one of you guys go and shoot up a school... And the cops is outside. They're definitely shooting you. But yeah. if somebody, if like the other color, a white person goes shoot up a school, y'all seen it on the news. They walking them out in handcuffs. Yes. Mm-hmm. They walking them out. They're going to give them a burger before they go in. But us, they killing us right there on the spot. Mm-hmm. I yeah. find that that's, that's weird. Class. Mm-hmm. Yes. Always. Like the school shooter or the church shooter, I don't know. I don't, can't the Charlottesville one? Yeah. 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 They walked him out in handcuffs, bro. Like, what? Yeah, he shouldn't be here. And then they gave him food before he went in. Like, what? The, what? How does that even register in your head? Like, he just killed, like, 15 people, and you're walking him out in handcuffs. Shoot that man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but for real, though. Seriously. But, yeah, we, you know I mean, we hope you definitely recover from that situation because we know that's not lightly. And hopefully y'all do come out victorious in court. Mm-hmm. One of the last things we wanted to ask you because we're running out of time right now. Um, you have sickle cell, right? Yes, sir. How 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 did that affect? You know, I mean, your life. How does that affect your everyday life? I be forgetting I got that shit until I get sick. That's how I think of it. Like I just, I don't I don't let it bother me. But like when I am sick, I just bump me like go back to music. Mm-hmm. Like it just go back to music. Like even if I'm crying and shit in my bed, like I still. Tell my dad or my mom they just put the music next to my next to my head or some shit. What what feeling does like what does sickle cell what is it and what does it do to the body? It's like well, regular blood cells is like circle, circle and shit. A sickle cell is like literally a sickle, like 
It's like crescent shape. Yeah, like a crest, like, like a habitat. Like it's like crescent shape, like mm. right here. Like this is a sickle cell right here. I don't know if you can see it. Like this is a sickle cell, and this is the regular cell. Okay. Like you feel me? Like you can see that it got like little thorns at the like on the edge of it. Like so, like when it's like when your body's not getting that much oxygen or whatever, and like it gets it gets clogged in your veins. So like the sickle is like poking in to like your veins and it causes pain in that area. Mm. So do you get like you, you feel a lot of pain or yeah, you like, get fevers or you get pain, what? you get mad pain. Yeah. And it's not like some shit like you could just massage right here and then it'll go away. Like you need like beer medication, pain medication. Like when I go in the hospital, I stay in the hospital for like two, two, three weeks. Yeah, I was just about to ask how long is the whole like two, two three, three weeks? weeks? Yeah, God, so how no no joke. Yeah. How often is this? You going like, to? When, like around now, like February, January. But I was sick September. I was sick in September. It's so like a few times a year. Yeah. Mm. How, do you, one of the things that I did a little bit of research on it just because we was about to have you. I know like opioids, they give you guys a lot of opioids, right? For the pain. Yeah. But I, I, me, I hate medicine. I hate medication. You just don't like drugs at all. No. <laughs> and weed is not a drug; it's natural. But that's good because I was wondering, like, if you're in the in the hospital three, four times a year, and they're giving you all these opioids, seems like you know what I mean. That's a slippery slope. Like some people could get addicted to that stuff. When I'm in the hospital, and, like I ask for pain medication. I don't really like to ask for, but like if I'm in like some like some pain, like I'm tired of that shit. Like it's either I'm gonna lose faith and I like. Commit suicide or something. like like not commit suicide like I'm gonna hang myself or some shit but like I like I'm like that's the feeling yeah like I don't like, I don't even want to be here no more like I'm going through mad pain and I need to ask for more medication then I'd be like yo dad I ain't gonna lie like you gotta go like asking for medication right. like I'm not feeling it like shit not helping right. so I'm not even lie to you bro that's low key sad that you yeah know like I, mean? I hate medication bro like. If if uh, I don't even uh, if the doctors is watching this, they need to make like some, some some shit like, cause morphine is of some some hell of, like some crazy shit. I, that's I hate medication like, the way it make me feel and then I be sleeping the whole day. Make you feel like a drug. Yeah, right? like, like I, I just feel like yeah. I'm just out of it, mad delirious. Yeah, that's the only reason. You don't want to feel like that. You don't want to feel yeah, like, like that. Yeah, like, I could take the morphine. I would never be like, yo, I'm getting addicted to that shit because I don't even look at it like as as that. Like, Yeah, but well, you don't like drugs at all, so you're mm-hmm. always going to try just to saying, get like, away from it. I, like, I like the morphine for pain, for pain, pain management. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the best medication for me. Other people would like, um, would like, um, perks for, um... Because when you're in the hospital, like, sickle cell patients, and if you have, like, any blood disorder, any pain disorder, you get prescribed these shit. But for me, me personally, like, I won't be like, can I get a refill of some morphine, bro? Like, that's only when I'm in the hospital, because if I take that shit at home, like, how do, like, I'm not with no nurses like, to help me, to see how I'm feeling and shit. Like, that shit, morphine helps with the pain. But then once that pain goes away and then, like, you're just there, sitting there, like, you're just mad delirious and shit, like. Right. How do you how do you know what, like, when a signal, like, when you start feeling sick or pain, how do you know the difference of, all right, I just need to sit out a few days versus go to the hospital? Yeah. Or do um, you always go to the hospital when you feel sick? Well, now, recently, now that I got older, I always go because I don't know. Mm. But younger, like, my mom used to, like, let me stay on for, like, two days and... She used to try home remedies and shit, like, rub me down and, like, feel me, just let me relax. Mm-hmm. But then, like, now it just, like, now that I get older, it just don't, it don't give me time for that. It just kick in right there and then. Like, I just go to sleep. I try to go to sleep, try to sleep it off, sleep sleep off the pain, wake up, and if it's if it's still there, then I'll be like, yep, that's oh that's God. some sick as hell shit. Because mm-hmm. you could, I could hit my hand like this, and then my hand could hurt for, like, Five minutes and then the pain will go away, like regular pain. It's not like every hit I get, I go to the hospital. The, the, I, I know you said you like 
be anxious sometimes. Like, you kind of suffer from anxiety. Yeah. Is that a part of the reason why? Like, you feel something, you're like, okay, is something wrong right now? As opposed to me, if I feel something, I'm like, all right, you know what I mean? It's probably just whatever. I have a fever. I have a little bit of like, headache or whatever. Yeah, sometimes. But for you, it's like, yo. And my mom be, like, my mom say, like, I can't, like, um, I just think too much. Like, like, why is my back throbbing? Why is my arm throbbing? Is somebody thinking about me? Like, some shit. Mm-hmm. I just suffer from anxiety from, like, oh, like. From everything, like how everybody's dying, and when can I get to clock? I don't know. It's not like a clock, like where it says like February six, you're mm-hmm. gonna come down with a crisis or you're gonna get sick. It just happens, like. Yeah. Just like everything at once, just got you, got your head. So that's why I say music is like my escape. So is music? Music is your is your is your uh yeah. What was where uh, your psychiatrist? Like, yeah, that's your mental health help right there. Or I just call my dad or my mom and bother them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I need me. to talk to you. Like, be like, yo, am I bugging or this, that, that? And they'd be like, nah. They talk some sense into me and be like, I just gotta chill. That's what's up. Yeah. Uh, DJ Nick, man, this was a great interview. How did you, you like it? Yeah, I like it. Thank you for coming Shout out through. to the Nick and Maul show. Ready, you know. Mal. His name is Mal. He Mal. hit with people calling Maul. That's all good. I appreciate it. Hey, Pops, thank you for coming yeah, through, too, man. You, this was a nope. good one. And maybe we can do this again, man. Yeah. Next year when you, well, 2021. Nope. When you dropping some, you got an announcement. Yeah. When you come through to the Nick and Maul show. You always want nope. to know. Nope. See that. Thanks for yeah. having me. Ever told on a nigga? Nope. Ever squeeze the trigger? Yeah. Ever set a nigga up? Nope. Ever helped a brother out when he was down on his yeah. luck? You a sap? No. You a boss player? You